back. Okay, here we go. Let's go back. All right. For those of you all who are watching, this is On the Mic with Mike. We're back with the podcast. Part two, part two of uh, the conversation about the Asheville, North Carolina uh, incident with David uh, Bell and uh, the 12-year-old or 11-year-old black girl that was struck in the face outside the mall. So those of you all who are watching, I'm also on Facebook as well. Um, I'm also on Facebook as well. You can uh, look at Mike Brown or Instructor Mike. And so I also want you all on Facebook to comment. And even if you want to come in on the live, feel free to do so. And so I'm going to go on ahead. We're at heavy.com. And like I said before in my last podcast and uh, on Facebook Live, you get people with an agenda. They have this agenda and they, they automatically want to incite racial bias or racial tensions in a lot of these situations. And you gotta ask the question, is it really about race or is it about behavior? Is it about race or is it about behavior? So let's analyze this. Uh, Those of you all who had a chance to see the video, if you didn't go on my page, Mike Brown, and look at the video, you see it went viral. Uh, The incident happened uh, in Asheville, North Carolina. And as the story reads on heavy.com, and I'm gonna go back and look at your comments too. A 51-year-old white man was arrested Saturday after punching an 11-year-old black girl in the face during an incident outside of the mall in Asheville, North Carolina, authorities say. David Stephen Bell was caught on video striking the girl in the face with a punch, sending her to the ground at the Asheville Mall. David Bell was taken into custody by the Asheville Police Department and charged with assault on a female under the age of 12 and two counts of assault on a female according to the records and the Asheville Citizen Times. The girl was not taken to the hospital, police told the Citizen Times. Two other girls, both 13, told Bell uh, that uh, told police that Bell pushed them, according to the Citizen Times. Bell had been released from custody, and he could not be reached for comment by Heavy.com, and it is not clear if he has hired an attorney. Video of the incident was posted to Instagram and Facebook on Saturday and quickly went viral on Sunday. The girl who was the victim, victim of the assault. uh, And I can post the link. um, It's heavy.com forward slash news forward slash 2019 forward slash one. David Stephen Bell. If somebody minds going to heavy.com, if you can. And as soon as you go to heavy.com, that's the first story that's going to pop up. Do me a favor. Post the link. Okay. Matter of fact, let me get on Facebook right now on the laptop. And that way I'll be able to post it that way. Okay. Um, I'm going to read the rest of this story, uh, and then we're going to comment about it because, um, I have a lot of varying opinions about that. What's going on, Yada? Uh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, here we go. Uh, just bear with me. Those of you are who are listening to the podcast while I've gone ahead and put this up. Like I said, it's heavy.com, heavy.com. Uh, here we go. I'm waiting for this to upload. All right. So. I'm on the page right now. It's heavy.com, and I'm going to post the link to here, so that way you all have the link. And those of you all who are watching, just like, comment, share uh, with as many people as you can. I'm going to try to share uh, from the laptop as well. Uh, and for those of you all who are listening on the podcast, uh, we're talking about the situation that occurred in Asheville, uh, North Carolina, at the Asheville Mall uh, regarding David Stephen Bell and the, a 12-year-old or 11-year-old black girl who was punched in the face. Uh, and this incident went viral. So I'm going to go ahead and continue to read. There are five facts that you should know about this incident. One, we see that David Stephen Bell is seen in the video shoving her away and punching her in the face, knocking her to the ground. Now, about this, 
One, if you watch the video from the beginning, okay? Matter of fact, let me read the rest of it and then we'll comment because I don't want to go too far in my commentary without going to here because they talk about a lot of things in here that's important to mention, okay? David Stephen Bell can be seen in the video initially posted to Instagram by an unidentified person in an argument with a group of young girls outside the Asheville Mall. And you can watch the video above in, at heavy.com. The incident occurred on Saturday, January 12th. Bell is white and most of the girls in the video are black. It is not a, uh, clear what occurred before the video started. That's part of the course, typically the case, okay? Uh, in the video, Bell can be heard yelling to the girls, break it up, as the other girls yell at him. One can be heard asking, who is he? Now, I'm gonna stop right here. This poses a problem for me, okay? You have to understand that one, something must have been taking place for this man, whom by the way, who could have been minding his own business for him to inject himself in the situation and state, break it up. It could have been a fight, it could have been a, a disturbance, whatever the case may be, break it up. Now, he is not a police officer. Contrary to certain people that have those opinions, he is not a police officer. But do you have to be a police officer to sit there and intervene in a situation you feel is disorderly? No, okay? You do not have to be a police officer to do that. Let me help you understand something, okay? One, anybody can intervene. And the problem is, what's going on, Jennifer? The problem is when we as a society have gotten to a point right now where we don't I remember, and I'm only 37 years old, but I still study history, okay? But I remember neighborhoods where you didn't have to worry about your parents as alone. You also had to worry about neighbors on the block that would whoop your butt and then come back and tell your parents what you did, and then you would get a whooping from them. See? And those are the kinds of neighbors that I would like to have. Those are the kinds of neighborhoods I would like to live in. And, I, and the fact that these young, and it's not just black. It's, it's, it's young white girls too, young Hispanic girls. And it's not the whole, but you got young teenagers, black, white, Hispanic. I don't want to say Asian, but maybe Asian, right? So it's not exclusive. The, this generation that we have right? Where they feel they don't need to listen to authority. Where they feel that they don't need to listen to elders, right? And I'm 37. I'm an elder too. I don't have to be old. I got a few gray hairs here, but I don't have to be old. The thing is, is that where have we gotten in our society where we cannot take a, a, a bit of constructive criticism from someone or some type of direction to bring it up. One of the young ones, who is he? That is an example of bad parenting. An example of bad parenting. Here we go. Belm walks menacingly as the, at the girls as, and they appear to back off. One girl then pushes Bell in the back barely shifting his balance. See, you got to pay attention to the details of when a person writes. And I love having gone to college or whatever the case may be. Or if you learn this in high school, wherever, the point is, I love reading the words and attempting to get the mode and the spirit of a person's writing. Here we go. 
menacingly at the girl. See, adjectives are important as they appear to back off. And then one girl pushes Bell, Bell in the back, barely shifting his balance. Look, barely shifting his balance or not. The fact remains that one of the girls pushed Bell in the back. They, that young girl, if you study the video, you can clearly see based upon the clothing that the hand was shown in the video and then based upon the clothing that the girl who got struck in the face, it was the same girl. This girl pushed Belle in the back and Belle turned around and didn't see that she did it. And she got emboldened. She got emboldened as a former police officer. Former corrections officer, okay? Military, whatever the former, just current black guy in the community who has watched his share of fights in over, well, 37 minus the child years when I couldn't remember, right? Come on, how many groups of girls or even groups of guys do you see where there's one or two badasses in the whole crew and the rest of them are just agitators? And like a pack of hyenas, and they when they get the opportunity, they'll jump on you. Miss me with that. She's a little girl crap. I'm not trying to hear that. And by the way, I'm a father of four children, three of whom are girls. Nine, 16 months, and six months. I'm not raising, and I don't raise my nine-year-old to feel that she can go out there and step to a grown man just like that. We teach her to avoid conflict, not get into it. So here we go. As the girl walks towards Belle, he shoves her backward, sending her into a metal pole and nearly to the ground. Now, as the girl walks towards Belle, here we go. When I teach my concealed carry classes, firearms classes, self-defense classes, whatever, I teach three components. B know and do. Be, be who you are. Be yourself, right? No. And that no has several components with that. One, you need to know the law, right? Let's go black for a minute. Our ancestors died when having been brought over to this country against their will and could not read the king's English. Could not read the king's English but died so that we could read. And how is it in this day and age that knowing the law is an abstract concept, that wanting to understand the criminal justice system where we live is an abstract concept? How is that? When we talk about the atrocities of the criminal justice system when in part those atrocities are in part visited upon us because we don't bother. Those of us who don't read don't bother to understand the law. It is a crime for you to touch someone without legal justification. So the little girl that people want to say is a little girl, she committed a crime first. Turn around. And as the girl walks towards Bell, places him in reasonable apprehension of receiving a battery. Apprehension is defined as fear. And some people would say, oh my God, this is a big guy. This guy isn't afraid of her. I think you're misunderstanding 
or misapplying the definition of this thing called fear. I can be in fear that something is about to happen to me without being in fear of the thing that's about to happen to me. I'll say it again. I can be afraid that or in fear that something is about to happen to me and not be afraid of the thing that's about to happen to me. So let's not misconstrue or misunderstand the term of just fear, right? So in walking towards him, you placed him in reasonable apprehension of receiving a battery after he shoved you. The first thing that he did not do, he did not hit you at first. He shoved you. And the shove, given that it was so forceful, should have been warning enough that he was not playing. Oh, no. But that wasn't good enough. What, if anything, did you do? You walked up toward him in a fighting stance, in an aggressive manner, in an aggressive manner. And after having done so, he then took matters into his hands as anybody else would, given the totality of the circumstances that he was surrounded by a group of, of young girls. Young girls, young girls, more than one, we can argue at least more than seven, a little less than 15. The power of now we're going to talk about that, why he was charged. The power of those young girls collectively is more than the power that he could wield. One, because there are several unknowns that we don't know. One, we don't know which of them are armed. There was a young lady who was on my post, right, who sells these self-defense products. The website is selfdefenseforyou.com or something like that, right? So I've been to areas, right? I've worked at skating rinks. I've worked all over the, the state in certain respects and in different other states, right? And so here we go. Rectail combs can be used as weapons. Pins could be used as weapons. Sprays and perfumes, aerosols can be sprayed into the eyes and used as weapons. This can be put inside of a sock and used as a weapon. He can be snaked or hit. Gatorade bottles can be used as a weapon. How many of y'all watched, I think it was American Dad or Family Guy, pocket sand, right? All other kinds of things can be used as weapons. And so given the totality of the circumstances, of course, some of you all would sit here and say, oh, Mike, come on, man. He could have sat there and just walked off. Have you ever been chased after? Have you ever been chased after a large group of people running towards you? And I guarantee you there were some guys out there, too. Those of you all who were born and raised in Chicago or in the inner city, and if you were not about that life, if you were born and raised in Chicago, how many of you have been chased by large groups of people? How many of you have been chased by large groups of people? He would have been overcome by the mob and he would have been stumped. Now, in that video, you will also see there's a woman and a child who is also there. My sentiments or my belief is that used to be a salt thrower. Yeah, in my in my belief, right? I believe that this person 
and it went down. I don't know what happened. Am I, am I still on? Can you guys still see me? Throw me some thumbs if you guys can still see me. Okay, I guess I'm back on. But in my belief, I believe that um, in this situation, I forgot my train of thought because it, it froze. Is it still frozen? Let me know. Is it still frozen? Can you guys see me? You guys can still see me? You guys can still hear me? Okay, we're going to, good now. Okay, we're going to go ahead and continue to go. All right, good. Here we go. My belief is they would have been overcome. They would have been overcome. And this man has a duty to protect his wife and daughter. Has a duty to protect them. So what did he do? After being pushed, you're laughing, Cody, right? After being pushed, what happens? She walks towards and she's hit straight down to the ground. What happened to the rest of them? They dispersed. Come on now. Let's not act like we are not from the hood. Let's not act like what, what is commonly said in the hood. When you got a group of guys or a group of this or a group of that who's sitting here talking a bunch of stuff, all you got to do is find the one that is talking the most shit and hit that person foul in the mouth and watch all the rest of them disperse. Come on now. How is it that the rules that apply in the hood don't apply in everyday life? Miss me with that crap. Miss me with that crap. He did exactly what some people in the hood would have did. Found the one who was the most agitator, the one who was talking the most crap. Turned around after she pushed him first. And pushed her back so as to create distance and say, hey, you don't know what you about to walk into when you call yourself. Come on with this low connection crap. Here we go. It keeps saying low connection. So that's why I stop and then I bring it back up. But here we go. You find the one that talks the most crap. Always talking. She's sitting here, pushed him in the back, agitating him on. And then what happens? He turns around and identifies the one that's doing the most talking again. The push was her warning. That was the rattlesnake. Absolutely. And what happened? Pushed her away. She walked up ready to fight. Pop. Let me tell you something. You don't play grown man games or grown up games if you are not ready to face the grown person consequences. If you want to claim that you are a little girl, you stay in a little girl's place, whatever that place may be defined for you in your life. Please don't get me to define what a little girl's place is. I'm not going there. I'll worry about my daughters. But you stay in your place and you will live to see another day. You did the same shit that would have got a man knocked out. But because you have a vagina, the rules of the engagement change. Where have we gotten in our society where we begin to apply labels to people who fit certain circumstances? There are plenty of people in the morgue at 2121 West Harrison or in the county morgue where you reside, both men and female. Death is the one thing that is not ambiguous. Death can visit us all. You stay in your place and you will live to fight another day. 
at least she was hit and not shot. Because there are some people who will allege that the fear was so great and it was so many of them that deadly force was authorized. She could have lost her life. And I guarantee you, this is a message and this is a lesson that hopefully she will never forget. Although I believe that she will forget because the parents will come to that father. How dare you put your hands on my kid? How dare? And there's a lot of people on here who will sit here and say, Mike, I can't believe it. I can't believe it that as a black man and as a father of three girls that you would sit here and defend the actions of this man. You're damn right I will. Because here's what I would tell my girl, Madison, because I can't talk to my other two, they're infants, right? Right? <laughs> so here we go. Madison, if you are watching, this is what I'm going to teach you. And I've already talked to my little girl, but I know she's probably watching. Baby, I love you. You know I love you. I am your father, but I am not going to be around here for the rest of your life. Anything could take me out. So heed my words and heed my words in its entirety. One, do not let someone tell you that because you are a young girl or a young woman, or a woman that you are weak. You are not weak, you are strong. The only thing that makes you different from a man is that you have reproductive organs that allow you to bring forth children and you urinate in a different manner. But if you could pee right in the snow, hey, have at it, love you, okay? Number two. I want you to know yourself. I want you to know and have great self-esteem. And I teach you that every day. I want you to embrace what is imperfect about you. I want you to perfect that which is perfect about you. I have taught you how to shoot and I have taught you how to shoot surgically and well. There's a difference between shooting for marksmanship and shooting for effect. If you have to pull that gun, make sure that you have no other choice. And sometimes that last choice is your first choice and make sure that you shoot to survive and stop that deadly threat. That having been said, no gun, no weapon, no fist is more powerful than your brain. Your brain is powerful. The ability to be able to have the skill and have the tool to be able to stop the deadly threat is not as powerful as the ability for you to be able to learn the situation and have situational awareness to be able to see beyond the forest and avoid that situation before you even get into it. If you are with your friends who are ignorant, do not think that you have to ride with them. You need to turn about face, alert, march, and you need to hell on, tell, pray, left, right, you need to get out of that situation because you don't want to create a situation where you have to extract yourself out of. You don't want to create a situation where you have to have me or your mom or your relatives come bail you out because of your inability to be able to see beyond the forest and understand that if one of your friends got beat with somebody else and they decide to shoot one of your friends, they are not going to sit there and spare you because you are not a part of it. You are a part of that situation because you are GBA guilty by association. 
I'd rather you have four quarters than a hundred pennies. And while they still equal a dollar, those four quarters are less to choose from, less mess to deal with. Stop worrying about being popular and worry about being safe and alive. There are plenty of heroes who have died and there are cowards who are alive who are alive to hear and tell the tale of how the hero died. I want you alive. I want you well. I want you to able to, to be able to surgically defend yourself against any threat that comes your way, be it through the use of deadly force or through the use of non-deadly force. But I'd rather you avoid the conflict outright. Baby girl, I know you are watching. You need to always keep your emotions in check. And that baby girl is the hardest challenge that you will ever have to go through. That is the hardest challenge that you will, because you, you want to you wanna feel some kind of way about something. You, 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 you want that. But daddy, I this, but daddy, I that. You, you want that. I get it. But baby girl, no, you got to get your feelings and your emotions under control because there's a part of the brain that will shut off the thinking brain. And that's the amygdala fight, flight, freeze and emotions. This whole windmill stuff, that's because you, you don't have a plan because your emotions are just running wild. See, and a part of that be, know and do. Right. Here's this. Why do you think Floyd Mayweather? And Mike Tyson, let's just say Mike Tyson in his prime and Floyd Mayweather, right? Do you ever think that Floyd Mayweather and Mike Tyson would be in the same ring fighting? No. Are they both good boxers? Arguably, yes. But why will you never see them in the same ring together? You will never see them in the same ring together because a part of the be, no, do analogy they are of a different weight class. So legally, according to the rules of organized boxing, they can't even fight in the same ring. Because it is possible that Floyd Mayweather's punches may not affect Tyson, but it's possible that Tyson's punches could devastate if they connect Floyd Mayweather. This is not UFC. So you're going to get yourself into a situation fighting a man who is way bigger than you. Is that smart? But you get these people with this bravado, this toughness about them, where they feel that they can go on ahead and bear this fight. And what did you learn? What did your face just resonate to your brain? No, it's not possible. And so it's quite amazing, quite amazing when you have people, right, who sit here and they want to say, well, Mike, what if it was your daughter? What if it was your, your girl, your, your, your wife, your this, your, your mother, your grandmother? You wouldn't have the same outlook. Yeah, I would, because guess what? They typically don't get in that mess. And that's not to state that they haven't had their share of skirmishes, but they know how to pick them wisely. Mm-hmm. And I've got sisters, too. They know how to pick them wisely. Right. And so why, if you look at the other part of this scenario, there's another thing that needs to be talked about in this. 
So, Mike, you're saying that he defended himself. You're saying it's self-defense. Well, Mike, why was he arrested? How many of you all want to know the answer to that question as to why he was arrested? Come on now. Somebody talk to me. Why was he arrested, though? That's an excellent question. An excellent question for the law enforcement officer who chose to arrest him. Why? Because you have some law enforcement agencies that are not law enforcers. They are litigation dispersers. Hey, it's a complex situation. She's a minor. So we're going to go on ahead and we're going to arrest to err on the side of caution. We're going to arrest to err on the side of caution. Mm -hmm. And then leave it to the DA to go on ahead and arrest because of the outcry in the black community. Tell me how he broke the law. I'd like to know how he broke the law. The average person can't state that. Yes, you have to have caution now, but please tell me how he broke the law when he came outside to stop the fight from taking place. And then was pushed in the back. Turn around and see this happening. After having been pushed in the back. Now, she is right there in front of him. Pushing her away, warning her because she's too close and violating his personal space. And now, after that, she walks up, places him in reasonable apprehension of receiving a battery and then strikes what Addie Bishop said. Well, maybe he should have called the police instead of getting involved. Maybe he should have involved the police instead of getting involved. And that's part of the problem that exists in our communities, Addie. That's part of the problem that exists in our communities because we don't get involved in the trebuchery or the buffoonery or the tomfoolery that goes on in our neighborhoods. We don't get involved. We sit there and, well, here we go. Maybe because he hit a teenager. Let me tell you something. In the state of Illinois, in the state of Illinois, here we go. Chapter 725, Illinois Compiled Statutes Act 5, Section 107-3. That's the statute for a private citizen's arrest. And it states that any person may arrest another when he or she has reasonable grounds to believe that an offense other than the ordinance violation is being committed. I'll state this again. Any person may arrest another. Let's stop right here. Notice there is no stipulation that says any person with an asterisk that says, but if it's a juvenile, it must be blah, 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 blah. It says that any person may arrest another. And there is no asterisk there with a stipulation that says, Unless this another is a juvenile and then it must be this, this and that. Any person may arrest another when he or she has reasonable grounds to believe that an offense other than an ordinance violation is being committed. And by the time he would have called the police, the police could have taken a long time to even get there. So why am I going to rely on the police to do for me what I can do for me? See, it's amazing how hypocritical the argument tends to become when we sit here and talk about reliance on the police. But you see in certain cases such as Warren versus District of Columbia and other like cases where the police do not have an individual duty to you to protect you.
you must protect yourself. And that police protection is given to the public at large because of the public duty doctrine. You can't pick and choose which ones work for you. The police do not owe a duty of protection to you. You must protect yourself. You must defend yourself. And if I can inject my situ myself into a situation to stop it from getting out of hand, I have no problem doing that. But see, that's part of the problem in the black community. And I don't want to say in all, but in certain black communities. Some people will inject themselves and not worry about the bad stuff that could happen to them because they really do care. But some people won't even bother. Some people won't even bother. And I get it, Addie. You're saying, I'm just saying, if he didn't know if the girls had weapons or not, maybe that's why he should have called. But guess what, Addie? Addie, are you okay? I'm just playing. Right. But guess what? Some people don't care about getting hurt. Some people just want the tomfoolery to stop. Is it wrong that he injected himself and said, hey, knock it off? Guess what people in a well-adjusted society would do? Knock it off. Right? some folks who are racist who think that white folks are out here just killing blacks so if that's the case here said white man there's black girl oh my god i'm afraid let me run for my life but that's not what you do though you sit here and you engage a man bigger than you and you wonder you wonder why things go wrong come on now by your own logic, you failed. By your own logic, you failed. What else do I say? What else can I say? And so how do we avoid from this happening? How do we avoid from this happening? Maybe make better choices. Maybe respect your elders. Maybe don't go into the mall and act a fool to cause other grown-ups to decide whether or not they want to inject themselves into your BS. I'm not saying you're wrong, Eddie. I'm just addressing it. And if it's cutting out, you can always come back in and then watch it. Or you can go on to my podcast on the mic with Mike because I'm recording there too. Okay. If you want to go back and listen to the message without listening to the live, you can always go to your Apple podcast. You can go to Google podcast and the pod, the name of the podcast is called on the mic, M-I-C with Mike. Okay. So if you want to get it, you can uh, get it there too. OK, because I'm recording. And in fact, I had a phone call come through, so it cut off. So it's going to be chopped up a little bit in half. I had to go back and backtrack. Neither here nor there. Right. He was trying to help them. He was literally trying to help them. And I can see this case when it goes to court. I can see this man being found not guilty. Charges won't be dropped. Sometimes people are so proud or full of pride to where they can't understand it. Right. They're not going to drop the charges. Here we go. Come on, Mike Brown. If someone was trying to jump your children, which this crowd was trying to do, would you have stood by? I'm pretty confident you would not. And that girl charged that man like she was going to do something. He was protecting a family. Christine, I, I already said that. You're late to the party. You're late to the party. I already said that. That's exactly what I would have done. You are doggone right that I am going to intervene. You are doggone right that I'm going to sit there and tell them to knock it off. You are doggone right that I probably would have been with that man pushing anybody else who would have came his way. 
And I would have tried the best that I could to convince them, hey, this is not what you want. Not today. Get out of here right now. You don't feel like going to jail. But that girl was just too brave. And I've had to deal with young juveniles, both men, both male and female, just male and female, too. I've had to deal with juveniles like that. You can't tell them nothing. They'll tell you on their Facebook and Instagram pages. Here we go. I'm grown AF as fuck. Right. They'll tell you that. Right. But then when you want to play those grown man or grown woman games and then you get those grown people consequences. Oh, now you want to be a little girl. Now you want to be all nice and dainty. <laughs> right now you want to be that. Absolutely. Don't tell me about any juveniles. I'm not trying to hear that crap. Now, those juveniles that go to school, do what you're supposed to do, make average to good grades, love you. This ain't you. This is not about you. I'm talking about those who are out of control. Absolutely, Matt, they don't care till they're cuffed to the bench. Now, everybody wants to think. And it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So, yes, he got arrested. I'm going to tell you this. Just because you get arrested doesn't mean you're going to get convicted, right? So, David Stephen Bell, if you're watching this, hey, there's always a way we could have done things better. But in this case, I can't sit here and say there was a way that you could have done something better. Because in this given situation, I probably would have done the same doggone thing. I would have done the same doggone thing. And in fact, I have done the same doggone thing, too. Because at some point in time, don't mess with my family. At some point in time, what if this was a situation where he stepped out there and said, hey, break it off. And that had a reverse effect where it ended up saving someone's life. I guarantee you. It would have not gotten this kind of media attention. <gasps> White man saves black girl's life. <gasps> oh, my God. Those of you all who listen to hip hop music, you know about Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne has constantly talked about Uncle Bob. How he was playing around with a gun and negligently shot himself. And how all the black officers walked over Little Wayne and didn't want to have anything to do with him and talk to him or whatnot. And Uncle Bob was a New Orleans homicide detective and saw that Little Wayne, Sean Michael Carter, was bleeding and got him up and took him to the hospital and stayed with Little Wayne and made sure he was okay. A white New Orleans detective did that. Uncle Bob saved Little Wayne's life. Imagine if the white detective that's supposed to be, according to people's narratives, the white devil would have looked over Sean Michael Carter. We might not have a Little Wayne. Like him or not, the story is what it is. And so that one thing right there actually changed Little Wayne's perspectives about whatever he might have been taught about racism through his experience. You can be the agent of change if you get yourself into certain situations and have enough love for humanity to stop certain things. I'm not suggesting vigilantism or that you should go do this. But what I'm saying is this, don't discount that man trying to break up a fight of 
children who should learn how to better act in public, but they weren't. His presence out there could have suggested that he was a police officer and could have saved those little girls' lives from what could have been a drive-by or some other kind of action. We don't look at it from that perspective, though. It's amazing. That's all I got. I got a couple of calls I got to return. <sighs> Again, go back and watch this video. There was some low connection here, but you can always go to my podcast, On the Mic with Mike. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, a couple of other uh, outlets. Okay, Go search for that podcast. Okay, And if you want to listen to it in its entirety without the uh, connection interruptions, go on ahead and listen to it in your car, wherever the case may be. Go on ahead and subscribe to my podcast, On the Mic with Mike, On the Mic with Mike, okay? I'll probably end up doing more podcasts than I do live videos. Why? Because live videos got to be in the background, look great, whatever, or halfway decent. But with podcasts, whenever I feel like talking about something, I'm going to throw a podcast out. So there's going to be episodes after episodes after episodes constantly because I do a lot. My brain just keeps going, okay? Appreciate you guys following me. Go follow the podcast, subscribe to it, okay? Let's take care of each other. And stop calling shit racist when it's not. The man happens to be white. The girl happens to be black. Her actions got her punched, not her black status. Because I, as a black man, probably would have done the same thing reactively. You don't come to me and think I'm not going to defend myself. Get out of here with that shit. Take care. Love you.